This is your King Baby Duck, Evan Borgo, the host of the No Borders No Race podcast show. Every other Tuesday, you can hear the hottest J-pop and alternative music around. Plus, I give my thoughts on many aspects of the pop culture world, all with a pure Bostonian perspective. That's No Borders No Race, only on BostonBastardBrigade.com, where great music of many genres come together as one. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session. This is episode number 464. I am DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. I'm Ichigogami. I'm Wild Spice. And welcome to our special uh, podcast, special episode here, Friday night, right here on Twitch. Thanks to the amazing people over at WebCon. Thanks for having us tonight. We love it. So before Man, we... We, are, we are crammed in here like sardines, aren't we? Look, I can't help it as the studio is the size of a shoebox, you know? <laughs> I mean, if you're from New York, you, you kind of get that. But then again, I think this studio is smaller than... A typical shoebox, anyway. So, <laughs> anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Hi, uh, it's yeah. Friday. Full of breakfast for dinner. Uh, yeah. I have a half a box of Reese's Puff cereal, and that that kind of sounds like a good idea. I made cereal is never a bad dinner. No, it's no, not. I made Sorry. waffles earlier this week, and only to get halfway through. Not waffles, pancakes. I made pancakes earlier this week and got halfway through before I realized, oh, wait, I don't actually have syrup. <laughs> oh, no. Well, yeah, but you can do a lot of a other thing. things with pancakes. I just this is true. Chocolate syrup or, didn't, didn't have you know, that either. Nutella? Or that. Um, or jam. Nutella. Jam? Jam I just good. used butter. It was good enough. Butter and pancakes. Hey, hot pancakes. I know uh, my hubs is one to scarf them down. He doesn't like anything on his pancakes. He'll just eat them as soon as they're freshly made. So, like, we had that and then souffle eggs, and that was that was dinner, breakfast for dinner. See, um, see, see, I'm not a pancake person. I'm a waffle person. And I have, like, this – I have, like, an air fryer. So, And I got the one that doesn't have, like, an official toast option. Where you know, uh-huh. it has seven different options, and then you go into like the Facebook group and you hear fifteen different ideas on how to 
warm up, how to toast waffles in an in, in instant, in an air fryer. Oh. I toast stuff all the time. I, I do it have in there, a waffle I maker. Hit air fry, and then I let it go until it beeps and tells you to put in the food. And by that point, it's done. That's why I learned yeah. something today. I, I, either I do... still have my uh, my waffle irons that are that make pokeballs in d20s. Ooh. Yes. I ended nice. up um, I ended up finding a waffle iron uh, thrifting for like seven bucks, and because I'm gluten intolerant, I make all my waffles and my pancakes most of the time. So I've been pretty happy with the recipes. Uh, maybe I'll post about them. I don't know. See, nice. But anyway, moving on from breakfast for dinner. <laughs> I, I'll say this one thing before we move along. This reminds me of a time a friend of mine came to visit me a couple of years ago, and she says, I'm bringing my waffle iron. I'm going to make you fresh waffles. I'm like, all right. And I didn't pay too much mind till she gets back to my place, and she's unpacking, and she pulls out the waffle iron. I'm just like, I thought you were just kidding. And she goes, I don't kid when it comes to waffles. I was like, oh. So you had like a Shrek moment where you're like, in the morning, I'm making waffles. (laughs) Maybe. Waffles. (laughs) (laughs) We are live tonight, week of August 14th, 2020, right here on Twitch TV. You will normally find us every Tuesday from 9.30 to 11 Eastern Standard Time at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Sometimes I may pop on and do some retro gaming, or we may do another show or something like that. And if you see us live, come by, come hang out, and say hi. Uh, we're also hosted by the amazing people over at the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them at vognetwork.com or Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. They kick things off on Sunday with uh, the Bobby Blackwolf Show at Orange Lounge Radio. And you can also find us on Discord, vognetwork.com slash Discord. All the shows that are part of Vogue have their own channel so come by hang out have a good time so yeah that's who we are so we're gonna go around the room do how was your week how was your day let's kick things off with ari uh yeah sorry to say hasn't been very much of a change since tuesday i mean i'm still on vacation and still haven't had very much to do and unfortunately the uh the over the computer meetup i was supposed to have with the my old college friends yeah. uh, kind of fell through because, you know, we, they, they, you kept, you kept going on like, yeah, we'll, we'll set up something for our friends who can't be there. And I'm like, okay, what? Chirp, 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 chirp. Yikes. Gotta you know? love it. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that kind of put a downer on my day, so. No, I, I, I totally get that because, like, sometime back we had, like, a big Naruto group chat. And we were supposed to have one in June. It got postponed to July. I come to find out the the, base, the the page, the event page, is still there, but they basically canceled it for further notice. I was just like, oh. Yeah, I pretty much, you know, had to, you know, kill time at Animal Crossing, you know, re, remodeling my island because I, I want to build, want to build certain things, and I'm like, wait, this is in the way, so I gotta move things to other parts of the island. You know, wait for it to. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait for the next day to advance, you know, that sort of thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. So, yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Just, it's like, if you could see the phrase internal screaming in front of me, like closed captions, you would. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mako chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, same as always, except that, you know, oral surgery. Yay. 
Um, but yeah, that that's that's basically it. I've uh, been watching a lot of stuff uh, because I, you know, haven't really been feeling up to it. I have not been back into my uh, re-marathon of Supernatural. So uh, we've been marathoning Bones and Once Upon a Time and uh, watching some cooking shows and I've been reading and uh, yeah, that is life. I'm boring. I like to read and be shut in into my house and do nothing. Hi. There's nothing I... wrong with that. No. Well, I know there's nothing nerds. wrong with that. I didn't say there was something wrong with it. But uh, it leads for a very boring ex- uh, it leads for a very boring explanation of your week. Well, what did, you, Mako... what did you do this week? I was going to say Mako. Friend. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm sure that everybody is in that total like introverted mood or for our poor extrovert listeners, you know, like there's, there's something that they're finding to cope, you know, and, and reading is something, I mean, like uh, humble bundle has been having a bunch of books mm-hmm. recently and I've been like getting into reading a lot more too. I mean, I wish that they were paper books, but you know, electronic books, uh, online smut uh, for some of us, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm not calling you out or anything. I love you. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that you're finding books that you really are into. I feel like not a lot of people are reading anymore, but people are catching up on shows. So if you've been binging like Bones and stuff, I am so well, sad there's just, no more of it. It makes me so sad. I, I never, like, I, I got so bored with the last, like, maybe two seasons of it. Mm. Basically, once the two of them actually got together, it stopped being a fun show about, you know, death. <laughs> and it started being about this relationship, which really, I mean, that kind of that that kind of killed the show for me. So basically, mm. the show jumped the shark, and you're like, and you're like Peter Peter from um from Family Guy. Done. You walk up, you throw your hands up, and walk up. Well, no, it did jump the shark, but it became more about the characters' lives instead of It became about... less about the criminal stories and the right, forensic science right. and more about the development of their little family unit, you know, which is, you know, very cishet, like, oh, little two kids, it's so adorable. But, like, so, so... that's that's some people's dream. But when you're, like, expecting this cool forensic anthropology-based crime story and you're getting a bunch of, like, deep character development well that's fine and dandy that's not what like you grew to expect with the storyline exactly i just want to see them throw some bugs on some fleshy bones so that the bugs eat the flesh and they just have bones like (laughs) they just need they need to bring a movie for bones back and just actually have it be about that again because yeah like refocus i know some of she had a few more novels come out and uh, I think a few of them were more focused on the bones and stuff. But yeah, I definitely see that. So basically the show went from bones to boning. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And I mean, I'm not very upset with it because, you know, David had to do something after Angel. True. So, I mean, that, I mean, let, let's be honest. That's the reason why I started watching it, but... I'm a science nerd, so once it actually got into the sciencey stuff, and there's like that's what I wanted, and he could go and, well, obviously not screw himself, but you know, <laughs> the relationship could just I could deal without it. So yeah, and now I'm sad because I missed that. 
it'll be okay. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have to get back into, I started, I think I watched, like, the first, maybe, episode of Sequest, and... I really need to sit down and start watching that more because that was one of my favorite series and I miss it and I hate that they didn't do more than two seasons of it. Really? Yeah, well, yeah, it didn't do very well and then, you know, one yep. of the main characters died and yep, yep. and I mean, like, the actor. Oof. You hate it when that happens. Well, yeah, I mean, he, yeah. Yeah, he was good in uh, that movie Sidekicks with Chuck... I think it was Chuck Norris. Yeah, he did a lot of movies. Um, I like Ladybug. Um, oh, yeah, I remember I like that. The Burning Story 2. Okay. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I nerded out all week. <laughs> hey, that works. Ichigo, yep. <laughs> how was your week? How was your day so far? Uh, I, it, uh, it's been, uh, I've existed. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess like, um, I binged, uh, Infinity Train, which has been like my jam since I saw the pilot episode, I think like a year ago, maybe two years ago. Yeah. Um, and I really, really dug the storyline and the animation because it wasn't like, I, I did also enjoy, um, what was the other one that was by the guys who created regular show? It was like almost or something. It, I, I've been binging HBO uh, uh, Max is basically what I've been doing this week um, because I like the animation styles and I've been enjoying the stories and the fact that there has been a um, outlet for a lot of indie or like semi-indie artists who wanted to create these storylines Um so I was catching up on those and sewing a lot of commissions have been basically my lifeblood and then sleeping and having really vivid dreams, which are very strange, but not like they're par for the course. I always usually have, when I do have dreams, have really vivid ones. So, um, yeah, let me know what y'all have been doing in the chat. Our lovely listeners, if you guys, what you guys have been doing this week, but, um, yeah, a lot of sewing, uh, a lot of dreaming, a lot of uh, cooking breakfast for dinner. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, and now I smell like cinnamon pancakes. And, like, <laughs> that's not a bad thing to smell like, though. No, I don't it's not. like smelling like food. And this comes from working in retail and working in restaurant fast food business. It's just, I don't like smelling like food or oil. I don't know what it is. It's just something that, like, it's like, no, no, I don't, I don't like it. it. But I love yeah. cooking. Like, that's the... I, when I used Occam's to work, razor. I used to yeah, work for Yankee Candle, and I would come home and would barely step into the house, and my mother knew that I was home because it I brought like the. Candles. I did. I I brought the smell of candles home with me, and it would linger for a long time. So I understand that one. See, <laughs> yeah. I would have the smell of bacon in my in my apartment for like twenty four oh. hours after making candied bacon. See, now here's, that, here's my thing yeah. about, about smelling so like good. here's my thing about smelling like food when you come home. It's that moment you realize it smells like a really good kind of food that you want, but it's not in your house. It's been eaten already. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, basically, and it's like I kind of it's not in my house, you know. I don't think there's an issue when you come home smelling like food. I think there's an issue when you come home smelling like grease. 
it sticks to your skin. Yeah. When I used to work in uh, fast food Italian, which is like not like Olive Garden, but like actual fast food Italian, it's called Fazoli's. If anybody in the chat remembers Fazoli's, um, I know we're talking about food and bacon. I'm sorry, our lovely chatters, if you came hungry, um, food chat. 2020 um but yeah so i don't i don't know i always have issues of smelling like food and i think a lot of it is just like it, when you work in it for a while you just i don't like it yeah. i don't like smelling like it. i like perfumes that smell like food they smell good on me but it's because they don't have that weird like food staleness you know like there's yeah. the fresh pancake smell and then there's like the oh it's been lingering for a while kind of <laughs> smell and like that's what i don't like like an IHOP at 9 look, p.m. Look, look, look. Yeah, like an IHOP <laughs> at 9 p.m. Look, look, I'll say now this. I'm hungry. You guys look, suck. Look, look. <laughs> you know what's I, that's why I told you guys if I don't eat dinner before the streams, I become a cannibal. Like, that is what the no, warning see, was. And all the hosts would be eaten. <laughs> no, I had dinner before the stream, but you guys are talking about pancakes, and I really want pancakes now. Make it pancakes. Make it pancakes. Make it pancakes. Make it pancakes. We 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 were jiving. Wild spice. All this talk about food reminds me of the fact. You're that, welcome. All, all this talk about food reminds me of the fact that maybe two times a week, my alarm does not wake me up. When the house smells like onions, wakes me up. Uh. No, the upstairs, whatever they're whatever the cuisine that they're cooking, it's heavily infused with onions, and and it's like, I'm like I got both doors closed. It's like what. Well, it, it, it can get kind of bad. Anywho, Wild Spice, how was your week? How was your day? How have you been? It's been a while since you've been on the show. It's been 84 years. It's been <laughs> two weeks. Um, I've been doing okay. I actually haven't streamed in like two and a half weeks either. So this is like my first time on stream in like two weeks. And it feels nice to beyond um i just was going through like a rough mental space i'm doing a lot better now though um yeah what have i been doing (laughs) getting ready for wedding because wedding in like almost two months less than two months now so that's crazy (laughs) how really yeah um we're getting married on october 4th but we're doing um a background or backyard (laughs) guy Yeah, background wedding. We're doing a backyard wedding just like to get the civil part done, ba- and then we're a having our a reception in that. You're, you're, you're going to be getting married in the in the background while people are fighting each other in the foreground. Yeah, yes, yeah. Exactly. It's like the side story. No, no, it's a photo shoot going on in the front, in the front, and then the wedding is going on in the back. Like when you, like <laughs> most conventions, it's like you're going downstairs. You see all these people in suits and dresses. It's like. Are we in the right hotel? What's going on? Oh, it's a, it's a junior prom. Never mind. <laughs> Those are fun, Oh, yeah. The, so they many are, times yeah. that weddings were scheduled when conventions were scheduled <laughs> yes! in hotels. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I'm, doing, I'm doing okay. Doing, <laughs> dealing with all that. My brain is fried. It's Friday. Everybody's <laughs> brain is fried. <laughs> Not like food, but... <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> Rebecca Black. Okay. 
Um, Friday, Friday, Friday. 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 Oh, <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Anywho, my week and day has been the usual. I've been watching more high school DXD, and I actually went out and did laundry today in a record amount of time, which is kind of shocking. And by record amount of time, I mean the time I actually leave my house to go do laundry. Because half the time, I don't leave until like 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I was, I left around 3 and I was back by 5. I was like, well, damn. I'm actually being kind of productive today, aren't I? Um, besides that and going out for my normal amount of grocery shopping. And I was talking to a friend of mine how I don't do like delivery services because they want you do a minimum order of $60 then you have to find a day that's open for them to deliver it I'm just like this doesn't work for me and as much as I complained about that what did I do on Tuesday? spent about $60 in groceries <laughs> but it's mostly for meats which means for the next three weeks my grocery bill will be around 20 to 30 bucks if that I got coupons in the mail for a Omaha Steaks. Maybe I'll uh, get something from them sometime soon because their meats are pretty good. I haven't had Omaha Steaks in quite a long time. I'm not a fan. Yeah, they're always throwing me coupons and stuff. Mm. I'm not a fan. It's like overpriced and flavorless to me. How about instead of Omaha Steaks, they were Gordon Ramsay Steaks. You open it up and there's a little voice box screaming at you about how raw the steaks are. Does it scream when he cut into them? <laughs> that would be an extra ten dollars. <laughs> uh, maybe worth it. We used to get Omaha steaks. <laughs> used to get those boxes all the time. They were delicious. Ooh, fancy. We used to new. get them too, but I found that I liked the uh, the sides that yes. we order instead of the meat itself. Yeah. The dessert like, was good I, too. The little I really like thing. the potatoes. The yeah. potatoes are really good. Sides are really good. Cool. cool. Uh -huh. All right, going ahead. Uh, housekeeping news. Uh, Labor Day weekend at Tuesday. There will be no show. Um, I most likely will be going on vacation, and if not, I'll just be doing a staycation. The rest of the team, they won't be here. Uh, also, we are looking to have guests on the show. Um, we're looking to interview cosplayers, maybe a couple of voice actors and actresses. We're kind of rolling things back out. So if you're interested, drop us a line at podcast at Anime Jam Session. Uh, just remember, if you are interested and you're a uh, cosplayer, we work with our sister site. Uh, what is the name of that site? Cosplay, co cosplay Brain... Makocha, cosplay blog with the brain. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Koi's gonna kick your butt. As many <laughs> times as she's been on the show and made something break, I think we're even. <laughs> so, we, we'll send you like a little questionnaire for cosplay blog with the brain. You fill that out, you get interviewed on that site, and then we'll bring you on the show and we'll have some fun with it. Next up is Geek Roundtable. This is usually the part of the show where we kind of show up some geeky stuff that we have, or we talk about geeky stuff that been in our, we've been up to lately and so forth. So, you know. Uh, let's see. Ari, let, why don't you kick things off for that? 
Well, uh, want to see something I still have from my college days? Go for it. These are all my uh, my fraternity shirts, nice. which uh, we always wore every Tuesday. Purple, yellow, and white are the uh, the colors. The, the purple one's a senior one, and because the white one's a normal one, and because I was a I was a five year person, I got to wear a special gold one. Not bad. They all have our names and numbers in the back of them. But they don't fit anymore. But I'm, I'm very hesitant to get rid of them because no, I, I ain't never gonna find these things again. I would never. Well, Honestly, I would. And what I what I see a lot of people doing because my hubs was in a fraternity as well is making them into like a t-shirt quilt or like a t-shirt like something that can kind of hang out or be framed, you know. A friend of mine did that. She actually made a t-shirt quilt. It was kind of cool looking. A t-shirt what? Quilt. My mom did that with my dad's shirts after he passed away. We took all his t-shirts and we made it into a nice big quilt. So oh, that was that cool. Is awesome. <laughs> yep. You gotta share. A I get. I guess uh, pe people have uh, seen the the tattoo on my arm. That's uh, I had that every day. So, <laughs> but you know, it's just a. Uh, it would have been nice to have you know showed it off when I was hanging out in my other fraternity people like people today but because you know a couple of them have been uh wondering if they could find over some jilted ex from college had thrown it out or something mm. okay um but yeah back into the closet it goes hey look i got con shirts i really can't fit from convention i i just hold on to them because i'm like eventually i will or i'll just keep them for posterity's sake so you know that's just me I think I've actually gotten rid of all of my convention shirts. I, I think I have one left from ZenkaiCon, and that's it. I was going through my shirts the other day, and I realized I have con shirts going back at least 20 years. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and amazement, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mako-chan, what do you have for Geek Roundtable? Um, kid. <laughs> Aww, it's Kaido Kid, and he's so well at it, he blends right in and disappears. <laughs> yep. Aw, so cute. That says, uh, there we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those so, backgrounds will do that. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite anime is uh, Detective Conan. And, you know, I really, really like Kaito Kid. Um, I know he has his own series, his own manga, uh, but basically anytime I can find something, you know, cute and adorable with kid on it, especially a plushie, because, you know, I'm addicted to plushies, mm -hmm. um, I end up getting it. So, yeah, so there's kid for you. Yeah. And speaking of plushies, I've been looking in my room, and I'm like, you know what, Mako-chan has a point. Maybe I should get shelves. And then my mind goes, I don't want to deal with, with, with the with the BS with putting up dealing with shelves in his house so I'm like I think I'll just continue to safe to safety pin my plushies across the bulkhead of my apartment yeah I I have an excessive amount of plushies I just realized I'm just running out of space I mean I got video games and stuff just stacking on the sides I'm like I want to kind of put them up I have enough blu-rays for its own shelf and it's like I have anime swags on these shelves. I gotta do something about that. 
Yeah, I, I kind of stopped the organization um, of my room uh, just because we've had my uh, cousin's sister here for uh, a little while. And uh, so I've been hanging out with them and not really, you know, doing anything in my room. And I really need to, you know, continue organizing yep, yep. because I have an excessive amount of plushies. I get that. There you go. What you got for us for Geek Roundtable? I guess kind of two artsy things. So, yeah. like, I know I talk a lot about my sewing and stuff on stream, but yeah. uh, this lovely little machine over here in this corner is the machine that I recently had uh, fixed up and everything. It is from the 1950s, 1960s era Singers, fully metal on the inside. Um, and, yeah, it's just a really great little machine. Uh, if you're looking for sewing machines uh, and you want to look at something that's not like a $100 machine, trash machine from Walmart... <laughs> Um, you can definitely <laughs> reach out to me. Um, and then also, like, my collection of... This was a strawberry bag that I got from a 100 yen shop the last time I was in Japan. Or, no, the time before last I was in Japan. And it has... Oh, no. Um, sorry if the microphone is buzzing. I wonder why it's doing that. Um, if I need to, let me know, and I'll switch to my other mic. It might be because I was raising my arms above my head because I'm an idiot. But, um, yeah, and then I have all my Copics and stuff inside. Um, yeah, but... Ah! So many Copic markers. <laughs> but, yes. Um, and they use get used on art as well as wigs. Oh, my. Alcohol, you know, on wigs. Woo! Back yeah, in the so day. <laughs> I still do it. It's still a proven method. Uh, Katie Katie but yeah, so it's a wig tool as well as an art tool. Yay. What about you, Wild Spice? So, with Otakon Online having recently happened, and that we were talking about, like, you know, support your artists and uh, vendors who can't um, be at conventions to vend. I went and supported an artist, so I got yeah. a shirt. Nice. And it says Space Panda. Oh, adorable. Yeah, and it has little, yeah, and it has little stars on the side. I'll plug the artist in chat, but like they have really cute stuff. So like I during Otakon weekend, um, while I was also on mod duty for the Twitch channels, I was also doing some shopping. So I got a Otakon T-shirt, and I like went and bought things from a couple different artists. So yay! <laughs> Now, when you were modding, did you have to kick anybody out of the chat? We actually, it was, we did not have to ban anybody. Okay. It was actually very smooth. We didn't really have any troublemakers. Oh, so. They were behaving. That was interesting. Yeah, everyone was behaving. It was really great. <laughs> See, now, the funny thing that you mentioned about the shirt, um, Gen Con has this official shirt that I, I, I kind of want, but it's like, Thirty freaking dollars. But what is it? No, it's actually thirty-two bucks. It, it's 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 a it's like it's one of the staff shirts. So um, I'm trying to see if I can find it. Because um, uh, Bobby from Bobby Black Wolf bought it and he had it, and um, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, I, I like the shirt, but it's like I just can't justify like the cost of of the shirt. It's like. And I understand that the money is going towards, you know, keeping things going. And I get that, but it's like, I, 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 I just can't justify the, sh the, the price. There we go. Okay, I, I found it. 
it's on off-world designs and I'm gonna see if I can bring it into the chat here okay source let me go down here okay these okay I'm going to bring it up and it says 2020 just roll with it that's cute. Yeah, it is, but it's like... I get it. Yes. <laughs> it's just that at that price of 32 bucks, I, I, I just I just can't justify it. Well, maybe... Can you put a link in the chat for it? Yeah, um, I'll post a link. Maybe, you know, maybe next month, you know, I'd be like, you know what? Bills are at an all-time low. I'll pick it up. I'm just, I just love the theme of the shirt, but it's just the cost is like, but overall, I totally get it. It's just, yeah. yeah. But what's, what's funny is that I'm looking at like my tax return and that stimulus check and I realize I have, I've only spent like a good quarter of it on myself personally and like, I think I'm doing good. And because of that, I went out and got myself this. Now, you can't see it because of my background, and I'm going to go ahead <laughs> and turn off my background so you can see it. It's the... Uh, blending in. Oh, yeah, definitely. There digital, we go. Digital green screens are a trip. What this is, this is a Sailor Moon lanyard with four different pins on it. Um, mm. It's got Luna Artemis... Actually, three pins. Luna Artemis, Chibi Sailor Moon, and the brooch. This is one of San Diego Comic Con's at home limited edition swag. And I'll say this much. And you know how it is. When Comic Con has that swag going up, New York Comic Con, whatever, it's gone in like 15, 20 minutes. I totally forgot about this. Somebody in one of the groups was posted a picture of it, and it was still taking pre orders. And I got it, and it came in Monday. And come to find out, they're still selling them. So. If you want them, it's 28 with shipping. I wasn't expecting to send through FedEx, but hey, at least I got it. Walk, don't run over there. <laughs> Definitely. I, I mean, not for nothing. I think this is going to be the year of uh, people who who were not able to get uh, con swag from conventions are going to be able to get con swag from conventions. So yep. I'm all for that. And now we're going to move from con swag to anime streaming. This came across my feed late last night. I'm just hollering about this because I'm like, I can't believe this. And basically what it is, AT&T is offering Crunchyroll to Sony for $1.5 billion. And Sony said, no, and AT&T said $1.5 billion. That basically means, uh, I think they broke it down to like $50, no, like fifty, like four hundred dollars per subscriber, or something like that. And Sony's like, "Yeah, that's not enough. That's not enough." And the reason, no. yeah, and the reason why this is happening is because, let's be real, COVID nineteen screwed businesses big and small. And mm -hmm. and if you remember, AT and T just made this massive purchase of Warner Brothers which they renamed to Warner Media. And behind the scenes, they're moving all of that infrastructure onto AT&T's uh, uh, backbone and so forth. And that's a lot of money. 
So because of that, they don't have that money to spend to do certain things. So they need money to kind of free up resources and to pay down the debt incurred for this massive purchase. Now, if you remember, Sony has its own anime distribution. It has Aniplex, which it fully owns. Waka Anem out of France. And they and I believe they picked up Madman anime out of Australia. And what people forget is that Sony does not own Funimation, but it has a majority share, which basically means they have 51% to 99%, more or less. Okay. So, and the funny thing is, I started to notice on Funimation, I'm seeing this anime pop up, like, um, Naruto just showed up there a couple of weeks ago, and like a week later, Hunter Hunter showed up. I'm expecting to turn it on and see Ronma one half, and I'll be like, "Well, that's it." But what's interesting is that all of Viz's titles that they have that's dubbed, you can find basically on Hulu because the deal with Warner Brothers. So mm-hmm. now, I don't know how to feel about this because it, it kind of turns it into a a monopoly of sorts, even though. If you want to watch anime, you've got Netflix, you've got Amazon, you also got Hulu, you you have probably Anime Lab and a couple of others, you know, so that's still out there. As in a discussion with a friend of mine, she was like, I don't want Sony to purchase um, Crunchyroll because of Sony will... Uh, what's the word am I looking for? Censorship. They, they will censor stuff. And... Case in point, there was a there's an anime called Senran Kagura. There's two video games for that on PlayStation 4 that was censored. Sony's like, no, you can't have all of this. And Marvelous Entertainment went to Nintendo and was like, hey, have at it. Who I would have sooner guessed that Nintendo would have been like, yeah, no, no, no anime movies. But Nintendo's like, we don't care. That caught me completely off guard. But I just find it kind of amusing in that sense because of all of this. Now, if you ask me personally, if they're going to sell, sell it to Comcast. Because Comcast has Peacock. They can roll, they can probably roll Crunchyroll into Peacock as as a, as probably as, as one of the streaming channels on their, on their platform and other titles you can pick up. Which also means it will have a better interface because I'm sorry, the Crunchyroll app is atrocious on Xbox. We're, we people were past Windows 8, we're on Windows 10. Make the app look a little, a little bit more enticing, you know. But that's just me from a yeah, from, updated yeah, from stuff. a technical point of view. Yeah, that, that's just how I feel about it. Will they sell it? I honestly don't know. I think they're just going to hold on to it for the time being, you know. So let's just wait and see. Alright, Mako-chan, can you give us an update on Yomacon? Uh, basically, just like every other convention out there, mm-hmm. uh, right now, Yomacon is still planning on happening. Um, oh, boy. It's, it's one of those things, though, that it's force majeure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they have no choice but to wait for either the mayor of Detroit or the governor 
to say, hey, you cannot have your convention. Mm -hmm. Until that happens, they are stuck. They have no choice or they will be in breach of contract. Mm -hmm. Uh, So as of right now, um, they are planning to continue on with the convention. A lot of people are not happy about that, and a lot of people are happy about that. Uh, I I understand. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just like every convention that basically has been trying to happen this year, um, even Dragon Con had to finally cancel, yeah. uh, but they had to wait until, you know, it was done correctly. So basically at this point, uh, Yomacon is still trying to figure out what will happen if they have to continue on with the convention. Um, this means that they are trying to take into consideration safety protocols and you know how to organize everything. Also, they are trying to take into account, again, if they do happen to have to do this, uh, how to be able to return uh, ticket money for those that obviously will want to cancel. Um, They are like the rest of us hoping that, you know, it's taken out of their hands because then they don't have to worry about it. Um, If it is canceled, uh, they will automatically um, push the tickets from 2020 to 2021. Um, But their goal is to basically be able to run the event, run the convention as as, as safely as possible. And this is, you know, a a somewhat major convention for the area. Mm -hmm. It is over 20,000 people strong. So, you know, they do have to think of that as well. Um, But it's also a convention that is the last weekend of October. Um, into the first weekend of November because, you know, mm-hmm. it's there. But it, it's 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 something that a lot of conventions that late in the year are still struggling with. Uh, we just had what would have been one of our last conventions of the year finally cancel, uh, and that was going to be the same weekend. And so, you know, they only canceled this past week. Mm-hmm. So, you, one, you still have time for them to cancel. Two, they still have time to plan. And three, while I don't think it's going to get better, there is still time for things to get better. But considering they're now restarting schools and they've already had over 100,000 positive cases of COVID just from the reopening of schools... Um, my guess is that things that are going to be this large are going to be canceled. So I would not worry about, you know, the what ifs or anything like that. Uh, I would basically just be looking for the 2021 convention at this point. There's no way that there won't be backlash if something this large takes place. Uh, because the only other option that they would have would be to severely reduce the amount of people in attendance. So that would mean that most of you would have your tickets refunded anyway. Um, so yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, it's all up in the air. It's all crazy. And they are also planning that should it be canceled to do an online type of convention. Mm -hmm. Um, I, 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 I 
feel sorry for the vendors more than the attendees. Mm -hmm. The attendees can go to a convention anytime they want. Um, Yes, they're missing friends, and yes, they're missing entertainment, but the vendors are missing money. And this is their livelihood. And, you know, a a lot of the convention guests, uh, the voice actors and people like that, they also depend on the money that they get from conventions, whether it's from the convention itself or from selling autographs and things like that to supplement what they make while they're actually working. Because let's be honest and let's be real, the anime voice actor world does not pay very well. It doesn't. Um, video games are a little bit different. Uh, they pay a little bit better, but again, it's, you know, there's a reason why a lot of these voice actors that you hear are on so many different shows, and it's because they have no choice if they want to make a living off of doing this. Yeah. Um, so don't be upset and don't be angry and hope that they can turn it into a really awesome online event with really awesome panels like this. Um, and just, you know, be calm and let everything happen as it will. And, you know, just stay calm. And let me throw this in here. Keep con- calm and con on. Yep. The, the con chair, Morgan. I've known him for about 20 years. So when I saw this come across my feed, I'm like, he's there's got to be a reason for it. Force majeure is, is probably the main reason, and I know he's going to make a statement in regards to this, and he did. So, to follow back what Mako-chan said, you know, don't get upset that the con's still going. Understand the reason behind it, and then move along, you know? If you're mad that the con's going, that's fine. But if you're mad still, after you understand, I, I don't know what else to tell you. And, uh, Mako, I don't know if you remember, but you met him briefly at BronyCon. Um, we were in Artist Alley. He was selling like the like the leather-bound um, books, like the leather-bound journals, mm, in different colors and stuff like that. I vaguely and, remember that. Okay. Yeah, because you know, because he not just runs the con; he's also a vendor. He 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 he. he, he, he advertises for Yomakon, but he also has a booth, and he's selling leather-bound books and leather gear and stuff like that, so, you know. And, I vaguely, I yeah. vaguely remember the booth. Okay. Vaguely remember. I, half the time when you go talking to people, <laughs> I go into my own little world and look around, <laughs> so I, you know, how, how, how many times did it take me hanging out with you and you talking to Jen before I actually said, oh, hey, your name is Jen, and <laughs> hi. Yeah, I feel really bad for just conventions that have to, like, that are just, like, a lot of them are sitting and waiting yep. because of, mm-hmm. like, Force Majeure, so mm-hmm. they just kind of have to sit yep. and wait until they're told, okay, you can't have your event, and it just sucks because a lot of these conventions are not for profit either so it's like they lose money you might not see a lot of them come back either because they the money they get from the event goes back into making that event happen and a lot of people pour their own blood sweat and tears Mm -hmm. into the convention happening and Mm -hmm. it's just it's a strange time yeah i think most of us have actually worked for a convention mm-hmm. or at least mm-hmm. done panels and understand 
you know, what happens in the background. And yep. a lot of the people that are complaining are those that haven't had to do that. They're just, you know, regular attendees that are upset that their norm is different. And or, or just, you know, scumbags up towards people working in service industry jobs anyway. Well, yeah, but... Um, Imagine I, all these people shout at, you know, fast food workers that are like... Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a lot of people just don't understand what goes on behind the background. Um, you go to a convention and I've, I've done, um, I've done video room. Uh, I was actually the head of video for ZenkaiCon for a couple of years. And people don't think about what it takes to actually just do something as easy as picking a bunch of TV series and cartoons that other people are gonna sit down and watch. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of background. You have to get permissions to do all of that. You have to want, you know, some of that stuff that you're watching, the convention actually has to pay for. Yeah. Um, they have to pay for the licensing rights to even show it. So all of that time and, and you know, the contracts that go on, they are timed contracts. So, you know, a convention that happens in 2020, the, the contracts that are signed are for 2020. Yeah. So everything yep. else, you know, they, they have no choice whatsoever but to stick to the contract that they have in front of them or lose whatever is in there because that's usually in the contract too. If the convention says, you know, this hotel is going to make $70,000 over the weekend because of all of the attendees, they have to stick to that con you know they have to stick to that contract so if the contract yeah. is broken the convention still owes the hotel $70,000 because that's what the hotel was thinking yep. of and, you know, they and would even not it. just owing the money even not just owing it but a lot of these times and i feel really bad for yomacon because they didn't get the heads up like otakon did where it was like a month or two before mm -hmm. the event that we were going to have the hospital pop up into the space and take over it was like April, May, May, I think, because it was like June, yeah. it was the build out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we weren't going to get it back in time. But Yomacon now has to sit on their hands and they've probably already invested hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. yep. into the contracts with guests, the contracts with vendors, the contracts mm -hmm. with the space, the contracts with any unions they have to work with. Because, uh, oh, by the way, our lovely little cosplayers out there in the in the Soundiverse, like, we can't just look at eBay or AliExpress and see if there's a cheaper way of doing things. No. When you're in the <laughs> professional mm -hmm. sphere when yep. you're trying to run an event that isn't just an anime club that sits around at a college and could get the licensures because these are yep. licensures um, out of the grace of whatever you know uh, studio you know wants to grant that to you and your group of 20 kids that sit in a in the dark room I was in one so hi um, you know and watch animation <laughs> Yeah, there's more that goes into it. And even uh, doing performance, the performance side, inviting guests, doing guest contracts, inviting voice actors, doing voice actor contracts, even just doing something like what I did for many years was run a maid cafe. Even running something as simple as that where it's all volunteers. It's all volunteers. Like It's all volunteers, guys. We're doing this for the fun, guys. <laughs> we're not even paid. We're not even, like, we. sometimes we are fed and sometimes we are barely that. So, like... You gotta. It also means that, that their tolerance for your BS is extra thin. Exactly. <laughs> very tiny. If there's a very tiny bull, I might be very excited because it'd be so cute. But um, yeah. Honestly, no. all you need to do is just start 
ranting about conspiracy theories to a megaphone and see how quick you get ejected from the convention the hard way. Just understand, you will have a couple of staffers who are running on 15 minutes of sleep their entire shift, drinking a not wrong. drinking a <laughs> cup of coffee that's not coffee. It's actually brewed with Red Bull, so they're running at the speed of light to make sure that you can get into the panel room, okay? Speed of sound. <laughs> But yeah, yes. so like, and and Yomacon is in the top so 10. so fast that it doesn't actually register on a uh, heart monitor. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> we're the reverse zombie. We have a heart that's beating so fast. It's like a hummingbird, hummingbird on speed. Um, but basically, yeah, a lot of these events, like Yomacon, is the is in the top 10. So inherently, what that means, and that's for the U.S. That's not for just the yeah. East Coast, West Coast, Middle, whatever. That's literally for the top 10 in the U.S., which means that they have to be over 20,000 people strong. Now, mm -hmm. even then, even if they're operating at 30%, let's give them that. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt that, yes, they're going to have all these safety things in uh, practice. They're going to have all the sanitizing stations. They're going to have water mm -hmm. stations. They're going to have everything they can, temperature checks at the door. They are probably going to end up, and I would not hesitate to say this, but they're probably going to end up with maybe 2,000 people. Maybe 2,000. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. And that's, Definitely that's like 10%. And, and, I'll, yeah. and I'll say this. If, if you do decide to go to Yomacon, I implore you, wear a mask, please. What, design the mask with your cosplay. Do yep. that. That's That would be cool. You know cool. people are going to. You know, no, I, it now. I haven't really seen it. I've only seen a few cosplayers do it because cons this year have been far and few. So, What's a convention? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Of course>. <laughs> <laughs> what is this but, convention I mean, thing yeah, you speak of? Literally, I think Yomacon even addressed it, how they would be making it yeah. instituted as, as far as their practices, that there yeah. would be masks. Now, this is all state-mandated, and if, if smaller governments or states or not provinces we're not canada no, sorry but, canada love you yeah. um uh, cities cities was what i was looking for like are gonna institute their own rules um i mean thankfully in virginia our governor was like masks everywhere please do the thing and there are some people that are still assholes about it but pardon my language yeah, that's um, a story for another time it's everywhere yeah. yeah um but yeah so if you're going to a con don't don't practice idiocy ignorance and idiocy practice smarts if you're and going to a con, part. think about not. Yeah, yes. think about maybe I staying home. Stay home. Yeah. There will always there eventually. There will always be other conventions. Exactly. There eventually. will always be other conventions in the future. It gives you more time yes. to work on your costume exactly. so you're not con crunching. Exactly. And, yep. and wear a mask and wash your hands. Like, mm -hmm. that's all I got to say. Now, yep. now, get you go. Even though con season is basically dead in, in regards to what we discussed at least there are anime themed hotels in Japan right yeah uh, following up with that is that there are there are places that are safer for you and your friends small groups pod quarantine together um, especially in places like Japan, and I know in Pennsylvania they have the is it the Nick Nickelodeon or the Cartoon, Cartoon Network, 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 Cartoon Network Hotel that have started up. So in Japan, though, uh, they have an all anime themed hotel opening in the Tokorozawa Sakura Town. Um, it's a new place to stay that's not too far from the real world inspiration for the settings of My Neighbor Totoro. And when looking for a place to stay in Japan, the first choice to make is between a modern hotel or a traditional ryokan inn. 
I always choose the real kind in because <laughs> hot springs, yeah. Um, but yes, or you can stay in a fancy luxury hotel, a no frills business hotel, a super bare bones capsule hotel, or if you're staying in Japan's newest class of accommodations, an anime hotel. The month marked the opening of the Tokorozawa Sakura Town, an entertainment complex catering to fans of anime, video games, and other aspects of Japanese pop culture in Tokorozawa, Saitama Prefecture, about 20 minutes from the Tokyo city center, and also the town where you'll find the real-life woods known as the locations uh, for Totoro's Forest. In addition to shops and restaurants, the complex will boast the EJ Anime Hotel, or EJ standing for Entertainment Japan, which is Japan's first hotel where every guest room has some sort of otaku-oriented theme, with Takorozawa Sakura Town also serving as the site for new offices for anime manga uh, light novel video game publisher Karokawa. Many of the company's titles will be teaming up with the EJ Anime Hotel to let travelers spend the night in your favorite story. With special guest room interior decorations and exclusive merchandise for fans to take home, in keeping with the hotel's focus on audiovisual arts, rooms are equipped with a 150-inch projection system and high-quality sound our speakers, so that you and your traveling companions can keep up to date on currently airing anime during your sightseeing downtime. The initial batch of collaborative partners include a certain scientific railgun T, Konosuba, God's blessing on this wonderful world, Uzaki-chan wants to hang out, and Yukiyuna is a hero. Theming will continue in common use areas such as the lobby and elevators, and the EJ Anime Hotel will also offer character parties and wedding reception hospitality plans for large gatherings of like-minded slash loving otaku. Five room configurations are being offered with a superior, oddly the most basic, but then again unorthodox use of common vocabulary is a staple of anime storytelling. So those looking for more upscale accommodations can opt for a universal, deluxe, or old Japanese room, or a suite, or junior suite. Um, it seems like a lot of the rooms tend to be more Eurocentric, so they are going to be more of a setup of the beds and hotel setup as we are used to here in the States. Um, and while a number of Takorozawa's Sakura Town facilities opened in August... Uh, the center's full grand opening isn't scheduled until November 6th. The EJ Anime Hotel will open its doors somewhere in between those two dates, and the first night's guests can stay uh, beginning October 1st, and reservations open through the hotel's website on September 1st. So if you are heading to Japan, uh, travel safely, but you might even be able to check out some cool anime digs. Um, I will say this. Beware the room that is filled with nothing but body pillows. Yeah, don't stay in that room. No. <laughs> if you walk in, have your black light set on fire. If you put a black light in in a room like that, it's gonna look like a frigging Escher painting. You did you really have to? No. You... Look here for that is fire and lots of it. <laughs> Let me just say this real. In regards to the uh, to that article, uh, when Ichigo mentioned Uzuki-chan wants to play, have y'all been seeing the the drama behind that? Long story short, people are complaining that Uzuki-chan wants to play is promoting pedophilia because the main character is short, four eleven, and they think this is a young girl. Okay. 
one artist on Twitter redrew her, and I looked at him like, your redraw was bad, dog. It really was. And I would actually tweet that to that person, but I'm just too lazy to go looking for it. My only issue with the anime is that Uzuki-chan is, is annoying as all heck, and I'm just like, after the first episode, I, I, I can't. I know- They're going to complain about yep. that when there is legit hentai out there. Mm-hmm. Where you know mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. that they are drawing them mm-hmm. as kids at, mm-hmm. because they have to put a warning at mm-hmm. the very beginning saying everybody in this series is 18 plus. Exactly. Oh, man. And Between the- this and The Last of Us, it's like women's bodies are just you know, alien geometries to these yeah. people. And, and, and for the record, I know girls that are 4'11 that are built like Uzuki, Uzaki-chan. And, and it, I'm like, okay, that... That's it. Let it be. I also know four, girls who are four eleven and built like tanks. Yeah, and I will also say, if you watch the first episode, it shows her the way she looked last semester. So it's like, how did you miss that? Did you actually close your eyes for more than fifteen seconds and miss that whole scene? I think you did. Anywho, Wild Spice, what's up with cells at work? Speaking of bodies. Heyo! <laughs> okay, so first of all, I have emotes for the occasion. Oh boy. I see. There is, I have cells at work emotes because I love cells at work. So there is going to be a short episode. Platelets go to a movie theater and it's going to be screened. Platelets with are adorable. Platelets are Platelets. precious. But it's going to be screened with the Cells at Work's Strongest Enemy film. So the official website for Cells at Work announced today a short episode, Keshoban e Gaken he Iku, Platelets Go to a Movie Theater, will be screened with the forthcoming film Saikyo no Teki Futatabi, Karada no Nakawa Cho Osawagi, The Return of the Strongest Enemy, A Huge Uproar Inside the Body's Bowels. Okay, that movie title? Well, <laughs> What is happening in the bowels? Oh, my. See, some... <laughs> I can tell you what happened in the bowels. It's going to stink going down there, though. No. Whatever's going on. Look, we all know what happened. They went to Taco Bell and got the fire sauce, okay? That's what happened. I mean, there was an episode about food poisoning, but, um... Yeah. Yeah, the short anime story is about the platelets heading to a movie theater after work. Okay, but how are they going... Anyway, <laughs> you have to go to movie theater in the body, but anyway, I digress. Following the very successful first season in 2018, the second season of the TV anime adaptation of Akane Shimizu's Hataraku Saibo, Cells at Work, its manga is going to set to premiere in Japan in January 2021. The theatrical edition is an advanced screening of events from the second season, which was told in the manga's fifth volume. Theatrical screenings will begin in 103 theaters across Japan on September 5th, 2020. I am hyped because Cells at Work is amazing. It, it I is. will say this. It. I would like it if they did more of these, only they did it like the uh, the Theater of the Eye commercials for the Sega Saturn oh, way yeah, back in I the day. Oh, yeah, I remember those. <laughs> How nice. We're clipping the toenails. What's that? And then they all get, all get you know, hyped up, like, Sega. Like nerve impulse Sega? online too. Like we're having a breakdown. We're having a breakdown. We're having a breakdown. We're you know that sort of yeah, thing. I, I remember that. Love solid work. So cute. I will say that's one of the few dub songs I actually enjoy. 
And it translates so well. I enjoy the fact that it's wholesome as well as gory. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love cosplaying Red Blood Cell. <laughs> I, so I need fun. to I need to get together a um oh my gosh why can't I remember the name I need to get together the uh, big white blood cell yes. the made one yes yeah macrophage I've been wanting to cosplay macrophage for a while so I need to I need to finally get that costume together maybe I'll have I'll have enough time for 2021 <laughs> yeah. and then we'll have to cosplay together what's, yeah what? macrophage is so cute what's interesting all I need is the hat and I have killer t-cell in my closet it's, there you go it's, 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 it's black <laughs> cargo pants which I have a mil a tactical shirt which I have that's it I just need the hat that says kill one. That's it. There you go. There we go. We've got a group. Woo! I will um, be a platelet. I haven't decided. I really like the platelets, but I do like some of the designs from some of the viruses. What do you oh, want? The viruses are really cool. I, I really like the, the villains a lot. What do you want me to go as? You could probably go as a white blood cell or. What are those? Um, what's the ones that are the um, scientific ones that live in the tree? The dendrites? Yeah. 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 And the... What about the... I'm trying to remember the... No, because those are also those are also the ones that... Yeah, you're right. I'm pretty sure they're the dendrites. Yeah, the dendrite. <laughs> I think you would be a really good dendrite. And as Just be scientific. And as Rachel Sarita <laughs> says in the chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, Anime Jam Session group cosplay. I think we, yes. we I think we kind of attempted that a couple times. Kind of. I feel like we haven't really attempted like we've talked about it yeah. but we've never really done any more than just talking about it. But <laughs> But a lot of that is cuz we don't get to see each other at a lot of conventions anyway. Exactly. So Yeah. Like Katsukan, I'm always working, so I never I can never cosplay. So I guess for Zenkai 2021 we'll have to do that. Yeah, Zenkai twenty twenty one. I know we were trying to yeah. plan something the punk the Sailor Moon for this year yeah. and that kind of fell through because no con, but next year, Punk Sailor Moon and Cells at Work. And we are gonna be Cells at Work on those cosplays. Uh Sounds like a plan. Now, Ari, tell us about the Bob Epic Team Challenge. I realize I misspelled that. Oh my god. God, this artwork. Ugh. Uh, Nico Nico challenges you to brave 29 hours of Bob Epic Team. Bob Epic Team! Pop Team Epic? Huh? Nico Nico is putting viewers to the test with an upcoming stream. Titled in full Electro Drug Bob Epic Team 29 hour endurance broadcast, the stream will be more than a day long collection of just the Bob Epic Team segments from Pop Team Epic. <clears throat> The Bob Epic Team shorts, also called Babu Ne Mimi, Mimi Mi, were, cre were created by AC Boo, an animation team starred by Toru Adachi and Sh Shunsuke Itakura. The pair are also responsible for the very speed, high-speed Kamishibi Shibai performance of the saga of Hellshake Yano. The regular shorts sometimes ripped on the sh segments of the show proper, and sometimes went off in their own direction. Whichever way they went, the fans warmed at them to the point where they got their own Blu-ray release back in 2018. The marathon kicks 
off August 4th at 6 p.m., so we missed it a bit. Yeah. May not be a rage available in all regions, but if it's you'll, you'll be yours, you'll be step. Will you be stepping up to the challenge? And oh my God, these characters are hard it, to look it, it's, at. It's, it's, you know, you know what we call an American equivalent to that? Perfect hair forever marathon. But I'd be down for that. That's like that show's awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I I'll get that. We we know that Perfect Hair Forever doesn't take itself seriously like at all. Well, it's better than watching the the room on loop fifteen times. Fairly certain that's banned by the Geneva Convention. <laughs> For the record, I have never seen that movie, and from what I've been told about it, I have no desire to see that movie. It would only be tolerable if I had the riff tracks of it. I would watch Disaster Artist, yes, but not that, no. I like Disaster Artist. I thought it was really, like, bad good. <laughs> it's Disaster Artist. It's, a, it's, it's oh. the movie about the room. Oh. So it's like a modern plan plan nine from outer space, basically. Yeah, very similar. Wonderful. <laughs> All right, we're at the part of the show that you basically stuck around for. Uh, meanwhile, in Japan, where we discuss interesting articles coming out of Japan. These are some of these are not the most recent. I went culling through our outlines and I pulled three good articles. You know, something that's kind of tame and hilarious. And we also are opening up our Q&A section. So if you have any questions, put them in the chat and we will answer them to the best of our abilities. Will they be truthful answers? I honestly don't know. So why so he needs to destiny. <laughs> right? I'll take the second one, I guess. Go for it. Um... I guess I will take the first one. Alrighty. Um, anybody so want the last one? Yeah. I can take it. Alright. Before we go into the articles, we have a question in the chat here from Crystal Heart 999 She asks, can I get a free trip to that awesome Animu Hotel? Well, in order for you to get the free hotel trip of we have to go first. The staff here at Anime Jam Session. Um, once we get enough, yes, for science. Yes, once we get enough sponsorships, we can pull this off. So you know, the closest we could probably do is put you in the trunk of Makuchan's car, and we all drive to the Cartoon Network Hotel. There you I go. Mind that. That, yeah, See? we'll we'll uh, we'll uh, yeah we'll blindfold you and uh, uh, we'll put you in uh, one of the closest to anime rooms we can find there. Um, if I'm going to go to the Cartoon Network Hotel, the only room I want to stay in is the Steven Universe room. Mm. So if I can't, like, specialty request that, then screw it, I'm not going. (laughs) I think you can. Here's the thing. If we do this, you have to check into the room as Mandy. Well, no. If (laughs) I'm going, I'm checking into the room as Steven. <laughs> no, that would be too uh, obvious. In our, in our chat, uh, Bonds, actually, what we're doing tonight is we have a stream going on with WebCon 2020, and I am going to plug for them because they are an awesome little group. Um, you guys should go check them out. WebCon 2020 Facebook. They are hosting us tonight to do a special podcast. Bring it to ya, boys. 
Um, and so we just uh, we're having that's why we're having the podcast tonight. We will continue to have our podcast next Tuesday. I don't believe we're having a break until September. Yep. Labor Day. Day. Labor Day. And Labor Day. And Labor go. Day. And if you're just showing up, you can watch uh, the playback on Twitch. The podcasts will be up like basically within an hour after the show. Yep. But yeah, okay. Uh, uh, I guess we'll go into Meanwhile in Japan. Yep. Who, who's ready okay, to go? Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, no, we've covered this before about a uh, Japanese theme park asking you to scream within your heart or soul. Um, but a Japanese amusement park has offered mask stickers so guests can silently scream on roller coasters. <laughs> scream with your mask, not your mouth. Uh, Tokyo Disneyland and other Japanese amusement parks recently amused netizens worldwide by asking visitors to please refrain from screaming while riding the attractions and to stop the potential spread of coronavirus. Visitors were asked instead to scream inside their hearts to keep any germs from flying out. But that begs the question, how are you supposed to make the most of your visit at an amusement park uh, if you spend it in silence? What's the point in riding a roller coaster if you can't let out cathartic yells? We can't imagine silently riding roller coasters would be much fun. While it's commendable that such measures are being put in place to keep guests safe, amusement parks in 2020 just aren't quite the same. With Tokyo, Tokyo, Tokyo Disneyland canceling Christmas, it feels like a setback after setback uh, from the coronavirus as it becomes the new normal. Uh, however, one amusement park doesn't see the no-noise rule as a setback. Rather, they see it as a chance to lay down a challenge. Can you survive on a roller coaster without screaming? Greenland Amusement Park in Kumamoto Prefecture is offering visitors a screaming mask sticker to help you enjoy the attractions to the fullest. There are five sticker designs in total, and they are designed on purpose to make it look like you're screaming. Uh, as you can see from the completely silent videos in the article, and I'm going to post this in the Discord, as well as on our chat on twitch.tv slash anime jam session, um, you can choose from multiple screaming faces, um, such as uh, a random screaming mouth, this is a cool, stylish American comic book scream, or screaming with joy and having fun. Uh, for those with good oral hygiene, perhaps it's the nice teeth scream. Uh, and the kid scream and the fear scream. While the coronavirus has made 2020 a bit of a nightmare, it is good to see many creative and amusing solutions being thought up to overcome it, including a futuristic touch screen that sanitizes itself. Who knows what other inventions will appear in the near future? Um, yeah. All the screaming. You know what? But it's but when I think about it, it, it kind of reminds me of every time I do go out and I put my mask on. It feels like my mouth is like bunching up in my within the mask. So I'm just trying to keep sort of like a straight face of sorts while carrying holding on to the mask. And it's mm -hmm. like when I'm talking to people, I'm just like, oh shit, people, people actually hear me. Like when I did laundry earlier today, and I'm like, I need seven dollars. I'm thinking, she didn't hear me. Here's $7. Like, okay, that works. That's why I wear the neck gator. It's so much softer and much 
more uh, manageable. Mm. Next one. Yes. Go for it. A Japanese apartment writer gets told he sucks at rapping and asked by management to shut up. The there are plenty of reasons why Japan Japanese society values politeness so much, and one of those is because housing is so dense in Japanese cities. With land at a, with land at a premium and odds that you're going to be living very close to your neighbors, which makes basic courtesy especially important in order for everyone to get along. However, some people forget their managers, their manners and need a reminder. That's what happened at the apartment complex shown in this photo from Japanese Twitter user Revitine Fire, where one tenant was causing an unusual problem. To whoever is involved, we have received some complaints as someone has been practicing rapping, but they suck at it and are noisy. Mm. The lyrics are vulgar and disgusting. <laughs> the paper goes on to explain that the aspiring rappers when they are practicing on their balcony, both during the day and night, and that many people have been bothered by the noise. And uh, in Japan, it's not uncommon for rental agreements to specifically prohibit renters from playing musical instruments because the noise is likely to seep through the walls and be a nuisance to other people in the building. It's unusual, though, and pretty cold for an openly posted request like this to specifically call up the noisy individual for their lack of talent and saying that they suck. Mm -hmm. And we've got other other replies such as critical complaint, but if he sucks, doesn't mean he has to practice even more. Which, yeah, if the rapper's gonna have to go to a karaoke box to practice, you have to make sure not to bother your neighbors. The complaints come from rival rappers who just want to say, "Dog, you can't rap." <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe the building manager is gonna get pissed and challenge him to a rap battle. Or so, or another logic one. So if he was good at rapping, there would be no problem? Maybe it's just marketing for some upcoming rap anime. Didn't we talk about something like that sometime back about vocal rap battles or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to redown I have to reacquire those, those tracks. If it was, like... Oh, God damn it, I forgot what I was going to say. It'll come back to you. If it was, if it was a... If it was supposed to be a diss to promote something, like the guy would be uh, in the middle of, you know, putting somebody on blast and then, like, turn to an invisible camera and start plugging something. You know, like that. Okay. Next. It me. And okay. Go for it. All right. Japanese schoolgirl held prisoner in older man's condo is free thanks to video game console. Hooray! Dude, that that happened, but hooray, she was free. Mm -hmm. So last month, a family from Saitama, the pre prefecture north of Tokyo, took their high school-aged daughter to the local train station so she could go out for the day. She didn't return home, so her worried parents contacted the police and reported her missing, but her whereabouts remained unknown. It's now known that on July 4th, the girl made her way to Tokyo Shinjuku neighborhood, where she met up with Hiroyasu Goto, a 44-year-old man she'd been acquainted with through social media. Guys, no, don't do that. From there, the two went back to Goto's condominium in Yokohama, Kanagawa Prefecture. 
unsupervised meetings between schoolgirls and men twice their age who live two prefectures away don't tend to end up as the most wholesome encounters. And sure enough, at some point after arriving at Goto's place, he took the girl's phone away from her and imprisoned her in his home. Fortunately, even without her phone, the girl managed to figure out a way to call for help. On the evening of July 5th, just over a month after the two met up, the girl used the video game console that Goto had in the condo to connect to the internet and contact the online emergency help desk of the Saitama Prefectural Police, sending an email saying, I am being restrained and cannot run away. Through subsequent messaging with the help desk, the police were able to determine where the girl was being held and officers were dispatched to Goto's condominium. Upon their arrival, they found the girl tied up with metallic wire rope bound to a pipe that was part of the condominium's interior. The girl, who had no visible injuries, was taken into custody and Goto was placed under arrest, saying, there's no mistake that I imprisoned her. Investigators are currently trying to determine the exact chain of events by which the girl met Goto, agreed to meet with him and ended up at his home. Yikes. Well, at least she was able to get away, and that's all that really matters. Do not meet strangers online is the big takeaway here. Yeah, it's okay to have strangers. You have to be a lot better. You have to be a lot smarter about it, that's for sure. I was going to say, this is, yeah, this is one we addressed earlier on Tuesday, and I definitely was like... Don't go meet strange people, even if you think you know them from online, without somebody knowing, without somebody with you. Um, and if it looks sketchy, or it seems sketchy, it probably, it probably is sketchy. Is. Yeah. So um, if it looks like a duck, it smells like a duck, it sounds like a duck, it's probably a duck. Um, so, like, just... I, the internet is going to just be in our lives for a very long time, and... I worry for the generations that are growing up after me. I was one of those ones that like was half on the internet, half off. And now it's just going to become a bigger thing for us a lot of the time where it's going to be part of our lives. So just be smart about it, guys. And I and on, a si on, on the side note, I just realized something. I forgot to place my order for dinner and the, and the restaurant's closed. <gasps> Oops. No, sad. Wah, That's wah, a big sad. Uh, the thing is, I thought I had time, but evidently deliveries, they shut off like 15 minutes prior to closing. I was like, crap. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out what I want now because I found a place that has a, a semi-decent Pokeball. So I put, I designed something and I'm just like, I just need one more thing to, for delivery and then I am done. Dessert. Dessert's never a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but it, I don't think desserts will the dessert will make it in time. Besides, uh, time to hike down to the local Seven <laughs> Eleven. At the old studio, that wasn't much of a hike. At the new studio, it's a trek to get to the get to that Seven Eleven. Mm, I have to say, I do miss going down to Seven Eleven and getting a crap ton of snacks, and then coming back to my friend's house and gaming all night. Honestly, <laughs> Roller Taquitos and Rips Candy, like 10 out of 10 and slushies, but only Blue Vanilla. But only Blue Vanilla because Blue Vanilla is best flavor. Mm. And besides, I have like three three things of ice cream in my freezer, so I don't need to buy Lucky. I mean, it's on Yeah, I finished my ice cream last night. Very upset. I have ice cream in the freezer. It's, um, 
lavender vanilla. Ooh, we have a little bit of green tea ice cream left over from when we ordered dinner the other last weekend. So, yeah. Ah. I haven't I'm had just green tired tea now. ice cream in forever. I know. It was. I was trying to get green tea tiramisu, but I don't think they understood me, so they sent me green tea ice cream. But that's okay. I need to wait till I get paid again so I can uh, buy things like that. <clears throat> I mean, it, it's still working. It's still tasty. Yeah. Food, uh, food cast 2020. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, what's next? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just over here embarrassing myself. All right. Um, it's okay. We still love you. Yes. I'm tired. Now my brain has like just all of a sudden turned off. It's just like click light switch down. Um, but yeah, I feel you. That happens. See, I, I think this is the part where we go ahead and, and wrap up the show because um, Ichigo is getting a little fidgety, tired. Mako Chan is invoking her inner uh, Mandy, and I can see Wild Spice is focusing her lasers. And I think Ari's about to grab the hammer, so I think it's time for <laughs> us to wrap the show up. It's almost my bedtime. <laughs> Almost your bedtime. What are you, 65? No, I go to... Or 12. No, I work at like 7 in the morning, so I go to bed earlier. Gotcha. <laughs> I, know, I know what that's all about. I hear you. Yeah. So, anywho, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, what we tell you... We actually mean. If you have any questions about the show, any ideas or suggestions, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Yes, we're here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard, Eastern Daylight Time. And while you're at it, check out our website, animejamsession.com, where we have our weekly podcast, links to our YouTube videos, links to our Facebook photo galleries, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, anime reviews, convention reports, editorials, all a lot more, and then some at AnimeJamSession.com. And if you got your phone on you, take the podcast with you. You can find us on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and then some. Just search Anime Jam Session. You'll find over 460 episodes episodes that were good some episodes are really cringy and then there are episodes of like why did we record that time <laughs> and don't forget you can find us on social media YouTube for our convention coverage Facebook for convention photos and then some Twitter for articles when we're going live and a lot more and we're going to go around the room last words Ari I might jump back on Animal Crossing if y'all want to stop by Last words, Makuchan. I'm going to watch Michelle's stream once we switch over to I that. I think I'm going to do that, too. Last words, Ichigo. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, yeah, uh, time to go to sleep. Woo! <laughs> Last words, Wild Spice. Is today Friday? <laughs> my last words. Question. My last words, Poke Bowl has been ordered. I got a skewer. I'm good. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back Tuesday with a brand new episode, more chaos, and more fun. I hope. 
So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. I'm Ichigo. I'm Wild Spice. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Oyasumi Nasai. Winner, winner, Poke Bowl dinner. <laughs> Christopher was a food stream of me eating the Poke Bowl. Maybe. But anywho, I think it's time to get out of here. So, anywho, say goodnight, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Say goodnight, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Say goodnight, Wild Spice. Good night, Wild Spice. <laughs> okay, that's it. Good night. We're out of here. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!